gotta get, get, gotta, gotta get home. Hadn't thought it possible, but I forgot my own road. Thought I was so unstoppable, forgot my ego. Then it toppled down like. What's up, everyone? This is Minji, and we are giving Marvin a break today while he is on the East Coast uh, getting ready for Collaboration Chicago. And we are coming to you from Los Angeles. Collabcast, a podcast about pop culture and social commentary from an Asian American perspective. I am your single host, Minji Chang, but I'm not alone. Uh, shut up. That's not what I meant. Okay, my intro just got messed up. I am your ho- your solo host, Minji Chang, but I am joined here with three amazing guests that I, well, some of them I really like, um, but we're going to have a really good conversation womp, today about womp. dating um, and relationships and love and all that gushy stuff. I'm going to just quickly introduce them. What is up to my girlfriend, Nikki Sun? Hello. How are you doing today? Good. And we got Josh Han. Hello. <laughs> He's going to add some sound effects. Hey, 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 hey. <clears throat> <clears throat> and we have Steve Lim, a.k.a. Slim, a.k.a. Steve What's up? It's been a long time, Minji Minj. <laughs> Thank you for joining me, guys. So before we dive into today's topic, we're just going to do a quick uh, collaboration update. So if you are listening to this on Thursday, tomorrow night, Friday, August 14th, 2015, we have Collaboration Dallas going down at the Latino Cultural Center. So if you are in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, come check it out. It's going to be an amazing show. I believe our 2013 winner, Cassie Levels, is going to be headlining. And uh, she's incredibly high energy. The girl's got... Her, her pop star on lock. So on fleek, am I, I don't know if I'm saying that right. And then the day after that, Saturday, August 15th, we have Collaboration Chicago at Lincoln Hall in Chicago, Illinois. So if you are in the Midwest, come check it out. It's going to be a great show. It's actually a little bit earlier in the afternoon. So you have more time to hang out with all of us and, and head to the after party. And then at the end of this month, we have Collaboration Empower Leadership Conference, which is going to be an amazing gathering of professionals from arts, media, tech, and social justice communities, industries, talking about how they have turned their passions and their dreams into careers. So if you're interested in film, uh, production, music, writing, uh, entrepreneurship, etc., come check it out. We have some really, really great speakers, and you can meet all of us because I'm going to make everyone here go. <laughs> <laughs> and it's also coinciding with the Comedy Comedy Festival put on by our amazing friend Jenny Yang from Disoriented Comedy. Uh, she's going to put on a four day festival with some really, really, really funny comedians and some newbies as well. Uh, I just found out the other day that there's going to there's going to be a cherry popping stand up comedy event Ooh. the first night. Which is a very apropos name. Cherry popping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's first timers. So people have never done stand up comedy before. And I just found out that Dan Matthews is going to do some stand up. Dan Matthews Band? Nice. <laughs> Dan Matthews Band. <laughs> Dan, a.k.a. Dan. Yes. Is a comedian. And uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. I just put him on blast, but it's going to be a fun night. So if you're interested in coming to the festival and the Empower Conference, it's all going down the weekend of August 27th through the 30th. So come check it out. And that's it for collaboration updates. Let's go right into our topic of discussion today. Um, you know, I don't know. Marvin's thirst. I'm not thirsty, <laughs> ass. Um, so Marvin was, you know, he's he's doing his thing. He's actually on a train right now. Might be off the train, but he did a 14 hour train ride from, from where from DC to Chicago. He just felt like doing it. That's kind of cool. Um, which is really cool. And so you know, he's like, "You're on your own for the podcast." And I was like, oh, "Yes." Because <laughs> um, he's done multiple without me because I've been sick all the time. Mm-hmm. So now I'm healthy and I'm here. Um, and I thought, what better thing to 
to talk about with my friends, which we always talk about <coughs> anyway, which is, you know, the dating scene. Um, we're from, actually, we have two from the East Coast and two from the Bay. Yeah. 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 Area. Bay Area. Yeah, baby, what up? Mm-hmm. And I just got back from D.C. And, um, yeah, it's an interesting community out there, like, interesting vibe out there. It's super professional. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which I don't. Super professional. Ex- we don't experience. No, it's, we have a professional, Stay but back. it's more, like, startup-y. And, Should we go around kind of explain our background? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit? Go for Let's it, start. yeah. That's, I mean, let's talk. <laughs> Who wants to start? I know Steve's Steve, itching. Huh? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Just, just give us your background you on would. dating so the, the viewers and listen, the listeners My resume? No. Yeah. Dating resume? Who have you what's dated? Your, what's your Tinder what profile say? <laughs> nah. Um, okay. Uh, I guess, um, long story short, I made enough mistakes to know <laughs> what not to do. Uh, That's good. And, and I think, um, yeah, just uh, listen to me uh, for advice on what not to do and then you'll probably... Be on the right track. You're a very bold and adventurous person, so I imagine there's a lot of funny stories there, which I've heard some of. Um, depends on the person. <laughs> depends on the person. He's like, oh, how much am I sharing today? <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, we all got our shenanigans. Not uh, all of us. Not like you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm on blast. <laughs> That's why I brought him here. <laughs> I mean... All right, well, whatever. We'll get, we'll get into it later. Yeah, but we'll get into it. Um, Have you been more of a serial, like, dater, dater, or, like, long-term, rela- like, serial monogamous, relationshipy kind of guy? Uh, uh, serial monogamous? How does that even work? You've never heard, like, how you, like, serial people dater. who, yeah, who always go from, like, one re- serious one, relationship uh, no, 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 to another. No, no, no. Oh, no, 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 I'm like, well, actually, no, 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 no. I don't want to say the opposite, but, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, um, okay, you know what, you know what? There's a part of me, I don't know, there's a part of me that feels like, I can already know, I can already tell within like the first few minutes if, if something's going to work out or not. So I kind of cycle through the whole relationship in my head and then I decided, nah, it was good while it lasted, girl, but it's, it's sorry. Bye. Bye, you Felicia. Yeah. So it sounds like you're an experienced <laughs> dumper. No, 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 no. Uh, okay, so basically, Steve's uh, always like... <laughs> I may have some com- I may have some commitment issues. Okay. Uh, okay. But real. but uh at the same time um um this, this is terrible. You, you still on to, that. Where's, where's my coffee? Moving <laughs> on to Josh. Hey. Hi. Hi. So uh, my, my Nikki's <laughs> question, it's what's it's your background? What's yeah. your background? Dating background. Okay, well, unlike Steve, I seem to not learn from my mistakes. Um and yeah, yeah, I can vouch yeah, for that. Yeah, Steve knows. Okay. So like, it's like history is repeating itself for me. <laughs> so I need to. So you're not kinda, learning. Yeah. Well, it's either that or I just like I refuse to learn, or maybe I'm just like a hopeless romantic where it's like, I don't know. Maybe it'll just happen. Mm-hmm. But um, I would consider myself a uh, not a serial dater, but then I'd rather like. Have a girlfriend than just like sleep around. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and that's that. I honestly yeah. feel like that's the conversation that's happening a lot because they always say by generation there's always like an analysis of like <clears throat> oh well in our day we actually asked girls out on dates and we actually you know what I mean yeah 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 and then, and then from what I hear I could be totally wrong you guys can all like put me on blast if I am wrong because I want to learn but they say that the younger generation because we're a little bit older is a lot more lax about hooking up and about just being very casual and not being 
they're very commitment. I don't want to say phobic, but it's yeah. not part of their the values. Like, it's it's the hookup culture. That's what they're calling it. Like the hookup culture is like it's pretty prevalent right now. Yeah. That's why they're saying like it's really hard for people to get into relationships because everyone's just hooking up with everyone. But I'm yeah, and and then so we've had these conversations like multiple times in different scenarios of like how that affects culture overall, like with marriage and like is everyone mm-hmm. gonna stop getting married and blah blah blah. And that's I don't know that tied to the whole Asian culture is really funny just because your parents are gonna have meltdowns. My mom is already having one. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, we'll get to that later. Um, Nikki, um, well, uh, I didn't start dating till. I guess I, you could consider me a late bloomer, like maybe like senior year of high school. Been in several long distance relationships. Uh, for this one, being in Toronto, dang um, girl. So I've been in long distance relationships. Now I'm happily in a. We are at least in the same mm. uh, state, <laughs> same, region, same region, same region. Yeah, I've learned though in LA that if you're in Redondo Beach and if you're in Burbank, that's like a no go for a lot of people. <laughs> and no. And I learned that because I have also tried online dating, and that was the first thing that would always be like, "Oh, you're too far from me, girl. Sorry." Is that like like part of the prerequisites? Like the preliminary people, conversation. I feel like that's the preliminary. The where, do you, where do you live, and they're like, "Up, oh, no, I don't see myself commuting." I can't there. go up the four hundred five, man. Yeah. I can't. I can't. I can't. Yeah. You're and I've always in, been a very open ethnicity relationship. So my background, I've, I did have dated a lot of Asian guys, however, and right now I'm currently dating a white guy. So I thought I'd put and we that love out there. him. We love Ben. And we love him. Yes, we love Ben. My longest relationship or longest longest long distance was London. Damn, like, a lot of money on phone cards. Like yeah. back my freshman year in college, because we didn't have Skype back nah, then. Nah, dude. And then it's like, <laughs> man, <laughs> so old, crazy phone cards. You'll go to CVS and like, yo, How let me get like a ten dollar phone. Oh, man. Uh, well, we dated in the. She was a foreign exchange student, so freshman year, all throughout freshman year, and then like the summer. The entire summer, it was just like, I probably spent about over $200 worth of phone cards. Just phone cards? Did you yeah, guys visit yeah. each other? Uh, she did surprise me one time. Aww. And I made the mistake of telling my mom that my girlfriend came to surprise me. And I'm only 19 at the time. And my mom flipped. Why? Because she was like, you're, you're too young for this. Oh, my <laughs> God. That's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, because you're supposed you're supposed to focus yeah, on studying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she like... But as soon as you I've, graduate, why aren't you married yet? I've never seen her. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's crazy. Like, <laughs> last week I was speaking to my dad and he's like, hey, you got to find a good girl. I'm like, I got you. And then the week after he's like, did you find a good girl? And I'm like, really? <laughs> really? I said, I, I, just, I just talked to you last week. Seven really? days, man. Seven uh, days. Well, Plenty of time. Yeah, Steve was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Yo, I, I, get it why, I get it why you did this long distance thing with this London chick, because you just like hearing her voice over the phone. She had a nice voice. You like right. the accent, right? Well, she was also, she was definitely like, I thought she was the hottest Indian girl on campus. Oh, yeah, that was, was okay. Was Indian, and then, yeah, it was, it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think like. So she internet- has phone sex? No, we didn't have phone sex. Not with her. She she wasn't in the phone sex. <laughs> now, okay, okay. now you're putting <laughs> your eggs on blast. <laughs> well, wait, oh, it's like, okay. Hey, he didn't she, mention any She's names. across the pond, okay? She, she may listen. We're, we're international. <laughs> we're online. It's the internet. Guys, how about you, Minji? Okay. How about you, Minji? Oh, my background? Yeah. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a total hopeless romantic emphasis on hopeless. And I've, yeah, long history of just boyfriends, like serious relationships, one after the other. So I'm not... 
experienced at the whole dating thing. I, I felt wildly uncomfortable with it. But then it's something that, you know, it's just like you, you got to try new things. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I just always had a boyfriend. It would like, oh, well, let's, I think you're cute and blah, blah. And suddenly, oh, it's been a year and a half. <laughs> that that's my background and and i started i was an early bloomer and i started dating i guess like having boyfriends or like started calling guys my boyfriend and being called girlfriend since i was 10 so all yeah. right yeah I, I, I that's what i'm saying so like steve is like he's the the what the guru on what not to do i guess me too but like in terms of being a serious girlfriend i could kind of reflect yeah. on like all the things that you don't want to do Right. And a lot of mm-hmm. good things, too. Yeah. I regret nothing. <laughs> I regret <laughs> nothing. No, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Um, as long as you learn from your mistakes, Josh. <laughs> He's looking hey. at Josh. Like... I'm... By the way, I'm single, everybody. Just saying. <laughs> Learning right now. Oh, man. The... Everyone's just putting themselves out there. But you're like, <laughs> no, is... you're putting people out. I'm single. I'm I said, single. This is our dating solo, platform right now. solo. I meant solo. That was a slip. That was a slip. I went solo. God. Stop. Um, wait, so when you guys, I'm, I am curious just because when I was in DC, again, it was just such a different vibe. It's very, very professional. I feel like there's a level of like, there's like a specific, I imagine someplace like that, there's like etiquette, there's more etiquette and it's not as casual, but maybe it totally is. Cause it's just nicer. People it's are all dressed up. Bullshit. And it, it, okay. It's all pretense. So it's all facade. Everyone's just trying to like, you know, look better than the other person it's the same thing wherever you go la dc it's the same shit but different game i do yeah, want to say though uh, uh dc is a little bit more proper that's what i'm saying yeah like, but then yeah again it's it's all facade yeah <laughs> we all people yeah it's all good hollywood for ugly people <laughs> that's, that's messed that's what up DC is. but they did say though it's like dc is one of the best places if you're if you're young single and you are you know somewhat successful in your career because it's super expensive to live there but so apparently, if you're single, that's the place to go, and you're successful. Where does that? Who said that? Buzzfeed. Uh, no, no, it was uh, it was one of these newspapers. I forget. It was on the internet. He's gonna it he's gonna draw it up for the for the like DC Daily or something. Yeah. <laughs> no, I thought. I, well, personally, just coming from like from California, very casual upbringing, casual environment. I thought it was really nice to see people dressed up. I thought it was really attractive. I was like, wow, there's some good looking guys here, but it might be because they're like wearing suits and stuff. I was like, hey. Mm-hmm. It's different. Like the grass is always greener, right? Likewise, yeah. you know, if a dude comes to LA, he's like, oh man, it's nice to see all these girls dressed down. Yeah, like wearing shorts <laughs> and tank tops yeah, and not exactly. whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, but LA is like, it's just a, it's people from everywhere though. You don't know if People in LA are from LA. They're often not. Same with DC. Yes, there's, there's both tons of people cities. from like California that are they live in DC for like five years and then they'll just leave. So it's like every every year we get like fresh Californians <laughs> just coming through. <laughs> no, seriously, I feel like LA and DC are like parallel, opposite universes. They're it very really so is, similar, yeah, but yeah. in just different ways. This one time, um, I was talking to this girl who was working on the hill. And then they make a big deal. It's like, oh, my God, guess who I rode in the elevator with today? It's like, Senator so-and-so. And they're like, oh, my God, it's Senator so-and-so. And it's like, man, it's like people are going all googly-eyed for, like, these congressmen and senators like we do over here with, like, <laughs> celebrities. Yeah. yeah, So crazy. I was in an elevator with 50 Cent. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Who's like, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's congressman so-and-so. It's like, oh, boy. <laughs> you don't even know. 
Wait, so, okay, I was talking to Steve the other day because we were talking about being, like, early bloomer versus late bloomer, because Steve, <laughs> not, okay, I love you, I'm not saying this in a bad way, but you started dating later because I like that preface. He, I know, he like, in terms to, of what? Because <laughs> he went to, he went to a uh, all-boys high school. You did? Yeah. Yeah. I just found that out. I, I just found that out, too. Yeah, man. Um, so, elaborate on that, because I think that's just, like, My parents were afraid of what would happen to me if I went to public school. <laughs> So Wise. they seized the opportunity to exile me into Mama knows. all boys, ca- like Jesuit, ultimate what Catholic of it? the Catholics, uh, private school for my high school years. And um, so, yeah, man, that's, that's uh, I was kind of, you know, they have a Catholic schoolgirl syndrome or whatever. I had Catholic schoolboy syndrome, so when I got out, Thirsty. you were dating. Yo, I mean, because <laughs> think about this. Think about Rampage. this. When I think back. Like, why did I choose to come to L.A. from, like, from, from Maryland? Uh, uh, I just wanted to get as far away from home as possible. And so, you know, when I moved, came out to L.A., you know, um, my first day here, like, I just met some people. We went clubbing. I was, you know, just like, oh, I'm in L.A. Oh, I just go You're crazy. USC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just like, whoa, the palm trees and, like. <laughs> That's how the first thing that, you know, the palm trees. How, how long did that last? <laughs> was that, like, a continuous thing all throughout college? Were you just, like... Wait, wait, on wait, your wait. Steve Rambo. Oh, uh, yeah, man. I was like trying to make it for lost time. <laughs> you know, it just. Uh, Did you socialize? You said like you have dances and like you never socialize with like I get like on a day to day basis. You're mm-hmm. not in classes with girls or whatever. You guys mm-hmm. had like mixers or dances and stuff, right? Oh, uh, in high school. Yeah. Oh, um, but it's not enough to. No, yeah. So we had like a sister school, and uh, that uh, the thing is, it's like okay, so so my school is like predominantly all white. Uh, except for we have, you know, and you can tell by the lunchroom, um, there's, it's like, it's all white kids. And then you got like little African, little Asia sitting next to each other in the corner because that's all we got. It's like fresh off the boat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to a certain extent. Uh, and, and so, you know, I just didn't feel like I identified with the with the majority of my classmates. Uh, and uh, especially because I come from a blue collar family background, you know, parents are work- working. And, uh, and so... When some of my classmates are like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna go sailing. Uh, Want to come?" And then we're gonna go check out this blah blah, blah concert, the, the Baltimore Philharmonic. And you know, I'm just like, "Oh, cool, dude. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Fancy, huh? Let me know how it is. <laughs> you know." And so that's kind of work. So I guess like for me back then, church was kind of like more of my <clears throat> way to connect with people that I felt just intuitively more like just drawn to, which is. You know, other Korean Americans or other Asians. Did you ever go to church and stuff? Because that's like a whole other subcult. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was like yeah. I had oh, church yeah. and I had school. Yeah, that's why. I think that's part of the reason why, uh, especially if you're not in from LA, where like Asians are the minorities are the majority here. Mm-hmm. But um, in other parts of the U.S., um, you, you have this yearning to 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 talk to other people who understand what you grew up and went through. Right. And so church becomes like a social hub in itself, which is. Uh, it can be good and bad, you know. It's it's sometimes it gets twisted in, in weird ways, and it just oh, honey, it's a little bit different from you know conventional churches. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just I don't know for and I don't know about other cultures. Obviously, I can only speak on Korean American experience, but in the Korean American experience, the church life is like that was where people socialize the most because, mm-hmm. like you said, you don't know what it's like at their school. You don't know how social they are, outgoing, like flirty, whatever, who they're mm-hmm. attracted to. But at church. There was always like that's where all the youngsters are like mingling and mm-hmm. oh my god I like you and oh my god my parents are right there and oh my god let's run away <laughs> like mm-hmm. going on <laughs> retreats and stuff you know what I mean like mm-hmm. that I don't know 
that was like that was where my first love was from when I was mm-hmm. ten. Um, and we're still good friends, but um, he it was it was a church thing. <laughs> yeah, no, church didn't mean nothing. It was all church was another social circle. Like we had, exactly. we had parties and dances, and like you know, you're drinking with your church friends and what? It's just, it's just another ven- how to drink and another smoke venue and a medium. Oh, and, 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 and at least uh, my church. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no I don't blood of Christ. Exactly. Well, I don't go to church anymore, but that's. It's funny reflecting on it. Yeah. The only members I have about going to church camp way, way back, because my family had to go to church, but my neighbor's family already did. So during high school, I would go to the uh, Christian summer camp, have you. And I remember my first experience about, like, not feeling kind of part of it is I was dating a Buddhist uh a, a boyfriend. And the first thing that was said to me is I was pulled aside, and it's like, you're not allowed to... Uh, yoke yourself with non-Christians. Yoke yourself? Yeah, like, what? like unyoke. What the, the, the terminology yolk? in Bible of like yeah. yoke, like unyoke or something like so that. So a yoke is actually... Crack them open. Is a, is a thing that you put on the ox. So oh. Like, oh. Uh, like it's a burden or something? Yeah, yeah. So... harness? So that was yeah. my first experience with like a cross-religion kind of dating and I just kind of was kind of confused. And I'm like, well, you know, this is kind of weird because so far I've been doing everything in this church camp that I don't feel accepted. Like I wasn't allowed to lead worship because I was female. And so... <gasps> what? It was a little no, different. No, no, no. <laughs> so it, it, it kind of like really... I don't want to say turn myself away. I believe I'm a believer in my own way. That's just what I say at this point. I'm a spiritual person, but I believe in my own way. Yeah. But it just, things like that kind of like. How old were you? I was like 15. Wow. Damn, 15, that's yeah. too young. Oh, we're too young. Oh, well, okay. It's like, it's like oh, high school. Yeah. It's yeah. like. So you unyoke yourself. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's yoke, Well, okay, I was ten years old, and like my the guy and we we were like madly in love with each other. N- nothing. We just like he was the first guy that I held hands with. I was 10 and then but people could tell everyone in my church knew that we liked each other it was just so obvious <laughs> and again we were just like talking like walk together go to taco bell next door and like have a taco supreme and nachos it'd be great <laughs> and the church flipped out like they literally pulled him aside and took him to like the, the children's youth pastor took him out for lunch <laughs> and was like this is not acceptable you're not supposed to he's like what did i do like i just talked to her and we write notes to each other but you know what you know what that might have been related to because mm-hmm. they're, they're korean right yeah so koreans you know how like in america we got uh the bases like first base second base third base yes korean you know koreans got their own bases but it's slightly different so korean for, to koreans First base is holding hands. <laughs> you got to first base. He's like, that's why he's. That's why he probably flipped out. We weren't holding hands at church, though. They didn't know that. Oh, how'd they know? They didn't know anything. They just saw us like hanging out to the entire they're church. Assuming. It's like they're probably, probably like, holding hands over there. They're like, they're, 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 <laughs> oh my god, they're holding hands. <laughs> it was a big deal, yeah, and yeah. the entire church made fun of us. They wrote on like the, the stair banister, yeah. like Minji Heart, blah blah blah, and it was like. Wow, this is like I felt like I was in Us Weekly. Like, yeah. They oh egged it on too. Well, they're just facing they, they the church property. Exactly that too. I was like, this is wrong. Why is oh, everyone man. tripping? Why is anyway? it more about that than the defacing the church property? I was like, why are you getting mad at us? We're not the one etching stuff into the banister. Shoot. Anyway, it's been interesting. Yeah, I don't know. It's hopeless romantic. So that's why I like. I, it's interesting when I hear guys say that because I know that so many guys are. They just don't call themselves that. I know this from like being friends with a lot of <laughs> Eddie Hongda. Sorry, calling him out. Eddie Hong, we love no, Ed, and He's that's because like, well, we're all creatives. It's because we're like in touch with our emotional selves. <laughs> when was your first love? My first love, 
I guess it would have been freshman year. Of high school? Yeah. No, 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 no. College. Oh, college. Okay. Yeah. Because I said it in high school, but then I only said it because the girl said it first. And I was like, well, I guess I got to say it because I don't <laughs> want to make them feel good. Sad. It was, it was, uh, no, actually, no, it was in middle school. It was in middle school and she was, we got off the phone. She said, okay, I love you. And I was like, oh, I love you too. <laughs> oh. And then I was like, oh, okay. I guess this is what we have to say. It's funny because the next girlfriend after that, maybe like in eighth grade, I was like, love you. And then she's like, uh, love you. And I was like, oh, okay. Maybe we're not supposed to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Trial and error. Yeah. Actually, yeah. How do you, how do you feel error. about, um, you know how some people use that, the L word so liberally? Like, oh, yeah. like, it's, it's like a greeting card almost. You're just a greeting, right? Uh, but if you're in a relationship, especially if you're the hopeless romantic type, you're going to put a, so much weight and gravity to that yeah, word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, and then what well, was a simple greeting or, uh, you know, you're just hanging up the phone all of a sudden, you make a big deal out of it, and it becomes awkward when you're like, oh, "Yeah, yeah, I, me too." Whatever you just said, it's right back at you, and you, you know, you kind of avoid using the word you too. If you're not feeling like you're there on that level. Have you watch Friends? <laughs> Gosh, Steve is ruining everything right now. Dropping mics, too much love, man. Oh also, my god! You can also calmly put it back. It won't make that much noise. Oh dear God! Anybody here watch Friends? Yes. You know the episode where Ross, like, and Emily, and he, she, she said. Uh, he says, I love you when she's like leaving at the airport. She goes, oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the saddest thing. I mean, I don't, I don't think that, well, I mean, at this point in my life, I still, I never wanted to throw that word around lightly because mm-hmm. it meant a lot to me. Yeah, exactly. But when someone For said it to time, me. the first time, it's always like, oh. Yeah, because it's like, who's going to say it first, right? Uh-huh, and it's, uh-huh. it's yeah. mad awkward. You the meaning to it. Because you're like in like, you know, the five seconds or ten seconds that feels like an hour mm-hmm. of you like not mm-hmm. saying it. You're like, yeah. do I feel this way? What is it? What does this mean? Yeah. Are we? <laughs> yeah, but you try to like separate yourself in different relationships to like have a different experience every time. But, you know, it's hard because in the past relationships, the, word, the L word was like not supposed to be used. Like, no, you can't use it yet. I'm like, okay, I won't use it. Too soon, too soon. And then now it's like, oh, no, I really mean it. I really feel it. And then, you know, you say it. And then like before that, it's just like someone would just pull it, Like the first, second boyfriend I had was like, I can, I literally saw myself marrying you. And I'm like. Okay, like it's just—it was just like a whole bunch of extremes. How old were you then? I was in college. I was in college, and he's like, "You were singing karaoke," and in my mind, I felt like God (laughs) talked to me and said, "You're supposed to marry her." Karaoke, and I was like. Okay, I know, right? What song? I want to know what song. Yeah, what song were you singing? It was Michelle Branch, "Game of Love." Wow, I don't even know that song. Mm, I, no <laughs> I am gonna sing it. Give <laughs> <laughs> me a sample. I don't need any marriage thoughts popping into your guys' mind either. But, but yeah, that does shape kind of how I say it now because you know I wouldn't have said it in this relationship unless that person said it first. Do you guys you know? think there's a difference between saying like if you're in love with someone and you just love someone? I do. Think I've heard that before, and yeah. I'm like, it's like, yeah. yeah. I'm a little like on the boat about it. I'm not sure if it's. I feel like in love is different than the other. Is has a kind of like kind of like a sense of like you're infatuated with someone a little bit. Whereas loving somebody is, is kind of like you're actively um, trying to directing, figure out if you directing are in your love. <laughs> I feel like them, in love, yeah, it's more it, it's more of an implication of feeling. Like I feel like you're just consumed, consumed yeah. and obsessed yeah. and like just over the moon and like blah 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 but loving somebody I think is I honestly think is deeper it's an action it's an action yeah. and it's a choice and it's like a it, it's it, it I think it surpasses the being in love stage mm-hmm. where it's yeah. like you've seen less than ideal parts of that person but yet you still 
choose to like care and support and you know yeah. I don't know yeah, it feels more intentional so exactly. for example I could be like Josh and like I could be really pissed off at you and like I could be like uh, scolding you but I'm like I love you you know oh, it's because I love you but you never say it's because I'm in love with you you know it doesn't, it doesn't work like that you know you know this is true well, yeah. we talked about okay so we've talked about like the emotional highs of like really being into somebody like being sprung or being like in love because mm-hmm. people call that different things sometimes people just go straight to like oh I'm in love with this person and some people are just like wow they're really fine and I cannot stop thinking about them right right there's a there's differences but then it's like I don't know Steve and I have talked about like the physiological effects mm. of like yeah. when you're just all about somebody how that you, come, you become kind of brainwashed love blind yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The rose-colored lenses, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. whatever. There's so many, I don't no, know. No, it's actually, like, scientific fact that the there's, like, a chemical and, and physiological makeup of your brain gets rewired when you're in a relationship, and especially, like, a very deep, significant, meaningful one. That's why it hurts so much when you break up from a meaningful relationship. Your brain is trying to adjust from the sudden trauma of being separated from a certain way of thinking and, and existing. So, so now you're, like... You're like scaring the crap out of all. Well, wasn't there some kind of study where it's like it's like the same effects of of cocaine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are the same effects of like you're like happy and like in love in a relationship or something like that? Like happiness in a relationship. I did see that study. It was like a brainwave study. Yeah, yeah, and they they like they have different pictures of the brain. It's like. Like how similar the brains are with cocaine and this is your brain on drugs. (laughs) This is your brain on drugs. This is your brain in love. love. (laughs) But that's why though, like, um, if anyone, you know. When you break up, it hurts and all that. But then that's also why time actually does help with the healing because process. Because your you brain... Need, yep. You need time re- re- for your brain to just kind of like readjust itself. So cliche, but smash so into a wall. I'm wondering... So I'm, I'm curious about like people who do break up and then reconnect and all that stuff. Like, because I'm a science nerd also. And uh-huh. just because I'm... I love love. But I'm wondering if people do the disconnect... And then, like, down the road, because I have friends who've done that. They, like, broke up, and then they had other relationships. And, like, a few years later, they, they reconnect, and it's like, oh, it's... I'm wondering if that, if your brain just changes so much that you can't reestablish that anymore, like, on a scientific level. You, you mean, like, having the same relationship right. with the same powerful feelings from the first time? Right. I don't think it would be the it's same relationship, different. but same feelings, I guess. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you change so much. Yeah, yeah. It's just kind of like how um, you could like doing... Like you can have a favorite movie as a kid, but then you watch it as an adult, and it's different. Um, and it depends on the movie, but you could love it even more for different reasons. You True that. True that. You know? Or you could understand it more. Right. Right. Like Lion King. I keep hearing, <laughs> I should. This this uh, guru on the street came up to me and was like, "Hey, have you seen Lion King?" Like, you yeah. haven't watched Lion King? No. What? No. 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 Hold up. No, oh. I have. I Sparks. Oh, put that burn down. Him. Wait, sorry, guys. No, I, I saw it when I was a kid. And then he's like, no, 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 no. You must now watch it as a man. I was like, and I... Look at the water. I remember him saying that. <laughs> and I just never did. And I, I still want to do that as an adult. Good, you should. No, you should do that. And we'll come back on another podcast and we want your reaction. Okay. Yeah, we'll pop your adult line. I just saw Mulan Ooh. for the first time. What? Uh, like a couple months ago. What? How was that? It was all right. Yeah, yeah, it's alright. <laughs> still not how I feel about Eddie Murphy as a dragon. It was funny, but oh, like right, it's just yeah. so out of place. Mushu or whatever. Mushu, I liked yeah. No, he, he was hilarious, yeah. but again, kind of like the the contextual thing of like why is. It's funny how he plays like a small character there and also a small character in Shrek. 
Yes, it's the, it's the yeah. counter off play. The it's small his loudness yeah, of yeah. His, his loud character. Yeah. 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 Don't well, anyway, we're on a yeah. Disney thing right now. <laughs> yeah. well, what was my question? I had one for you. Disney kind of instills in these young kids this kind of like idyllic, hopeless, romantic idea of mm-hmm. relationships and love. I think that's okay though, because it is such a like a, a beautiful thing. But yeah, people are gonna that's get question- hurt. Yeah, I question that. Like, okay, so I had an epiphany the other day, and BuzzFeed helped this, but I had already been thinking about it. My favorite Disney princess was Ariel, the Little Mermaid. I was like, Ariel? I really connected with her and her whole part of your world thing. I was like, that's my heart. But um, she had all these problems with her dad, and so did I. But like, I I thought about it, and I was re- reestablishing like a good relationship with my dad the last few years, and I was just like, this is a really bad message to send to kids. You know, she's 16. She like her dad looking out for her, protecting her from like whatever. Right. Maybe it's a human world that he doesn't understand. But she freaking goes against him, sells her like her soul, essentially, which is her voice to a witch who like wants to like manipulate. I was like, this is terrible. And she's doing this for a guy that she saw on a boat for like 10 seconds because she thinks he's really fine. I was like, that's really bad. And I kind of like I don't know how influential that was, but I really romanticized the whole teen rebellion thing mm. you know i was with a really bad guy for five years and who knows how much little mermaid influenced me i'm like would i want my daughter to watch this if i had one little i don't know you're know ruining I mean? lives i'm man. saying like <laughs> like that's what my question is is it good to turn love into this really ultra I- idealistic like unreachable unattainable thing because that's not reality do you know what i mean it's not hearts and flowers and like like princess, like. <laughs> right. I think you can have it, but it's just if you're following that model, you're just letting you're setting expectations that aren't reality, and you're just letting yourself down. Like, I mean, there's a different. I think when you're an adult, there's different forms of love. You know, things that wouldn't be, I guess, like romanticized by children. You know, or like Disney it's so different. <laughs> it's so different now of what love is. Is like for me, it's just like if you remember to get me lunch, like that's great. You oh, know, or something you or you know stuff like that versus like oh you got me a flower. I'm like I'm allergic to flowers. Okay. <laughs> So, I mean, like, I'd rather have food. I'm hungry always. I feel like the older we get, the more practical love is making lunch, doing someone's laundry. Yeah, yeah. You know? Oh, you did the dishes? Remem- oh, remembering yes. that you're gluten-free. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I got you a juicer. Oh, my God, you do love me. That's why I think that's sweet to say. Like, love is an action. Yeah. It's yeah. a verb. Mm-hmm. And it's a choice. Because, I don't know. I also heard someone say this, and it stuck with me for a long time. They're like, if you only love somebody when it's convenient, that's not love. Like, right. only when it's mm-hmm. pleasing to you, and it's, like, and nice to you, and it makes you feel happy. And that's very conditional, and you can't really call that love. And yeah. it's like, huh. Oh. That's selfish True. and narcissistic. It's one-sided. You only think, you're really only thinking about yourself. You're only thinking about how this person makes me feel. You're not really thinking about the other person. But I also feel like how that person treats you mm-hmm. is also reflective of like a person worthy of your love. Do you know what I'm saying? I mm-hmm. think that there's to a degree that's totally true. But if you are this, this is what I think messed me up when I was younger and like in love with somebody that really wasn't worth my time and was like really took advantage of like my naivete and like my ignorance is like. People get emotionally abused when, like, you're saying, "Well, if you love me, blah blah." I hate that when oh, someone you're using like, it against, yeah. use it against mm-hmm. you. I don't like that either. That's not like then I'm like then you're not worth mm-hmm. my love. Like, that's why a would selfish you... kind of love? You say yeah. it's like a bribery almost. Like it's manipulating. Yeah, it's very manipulative. So yeah, I say. I mean, I'm just saying that just because if we have any young listeners out mm-hmm. there, I I I think my main like 
thing that I was learning through all my trial and error of like being in love so many different times was really like valuing yourself and like what you put on the table. And if someone doesn't appreciate that through their actions, then like I am going to be conditional. I'm like, I'm sorry. Bye. No, no, you're right. You're, um, you're hitting something important, I think, which is that uh, in order to be in a happy relationship, you need to be right in your, in your own right. You know, like you got to have your own shit together uh, in order to be able to really have that full capacity to, to love somebody else, you know, you know mm-hmm. they, they, so you, they say you got to love yourself, whatever. What does that mean, right? But treat if yourself. you're always yeah, looking mm-hmm. for validation through other people, you're going to be disappointed. Right. And so you can't, you can't be seeking affirmation yeah. and, uh, and, uh, and self-worth through other people. You got to mm-hmm. have that for yourself. Yes. But then I feel like it's that I completely agree with that. And I think that's something really crucial, especially if you're going to consider something like marriage, right? But, and, but I'm curious like dating because it starts when you, you just start the attraction and everything starts when you're like not fully developed as a human being. You start when you're young and teenager or whatever. So I don't know how like somebody is to keep that mindset in, you know, in their brain while they still don't know themselves. Right, right, right. And you know what I mean? Like, I was sought validation mm -hmm. all the time from guys thinking I was pretty. I'm like, oh my God, my life has meaning. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It was really weird. That's how I felt. Like, oh, and that's sad. It makes me sad now, but like, that's how I felt as a teenager. I felt really awkward and insecure. I was like, does anyone like me? (laughs) Right. I mean, that's, you know. Yeah. Josh goes to that, that every day. Yeah, you know, you know, all the time. All the time. <laughs> so I look sweet. in the mirror and I'm like, you could do it. <laughs> I, I feel like that's like with now too with Instagram. You know, if you don't get enough likes after the first 10 seconds goes up, you feel so like, ugh. But it's just like, you know, like with Instagram and like young girls, I see more and more young teens and guys too, you know, it's the selfie generation of like the self, self. Mm-hmm. It's instant gratification it's instant and gratification. instant validation, I guess. Yeah, but I, I feel like that ties in with our generation too of like, like what do we really place as like real self worth and like love and True. Like reality? I for one am really grateful that I'm not a teen now. Yeah, I think I Yo, don't know. Life is hard for a teen now. Seriously, I really yeah. It's, like, I, yeah the. It's it's funny when you bring up the like the likes and the selfies. I think that also correlates with like the hookup culture too. That's why I, it's weird. Like when I'm going out in Hollywood, I see like just these random dudes just picking up random girls. What? Yeah, it's just like you know I've seen it happen where they're just like a girl will walk by and they'll reach out like kind of like grab the hand and be like yo 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 yo. And then some girls just walk by. Some of them will be like, oh my god, like what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> What are you doing here? Did you see the hand motions going with this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's like that instant gratification, instant satisfaction. Man, it's tough. It's yeah. like lack of confidence. I don't know. I don't know what that is. And this is this is where I'm like I analyze that. I think about it a lot just because I have a younger brother who's 20 years old and to be honest, he's a lot more like just chill and low key as a person. I think again, me, I think about me and his place if I was 20 years old right now, how would I be? And then I always like it always kind of connects to like my parents' generation because my mom dated my dad's the first guy that she dated and in high school and then they got married you know in her early 20s and that was that and she has been super supportive like she's actually never held it against me um really that i i've had multiple boyfriends she's like she thinks that's a good thing she's like okay don't don't just jump the gun and like you know get married to the first guy you meet but now i mean now she's just like just find anyone (laughs) um 
but she wants the it's just such a different thing you know what i'm saying like because that's our upbringing and like our, we've seen our parents and you know happy or bad marriage whatever like who's to say it's good or bad but a lot of them didn't date around yeah. it's like such a different culture and i think that i don't know i try to talk to my parents about it but it's hard because they just can't wrap their head around like that's well, I, I don't know well, you know what though I, I i've talked to uh older like aunts and uncles or whatever and and actually um they grew up in a very extreme time when it was like all about survival that's why you yeah, like, settle yeah, yeah. down and pump out kids to help you with work and stuff uh <laughs> and and so go to work so so they, they see at least our generation, I don't know about the new generation, the younger kids, but they see our generation and they see that, you know, they have the, we have the freedom to kind of date around and stuff. And they, they envy that and they, they wish that they had that, that kind of opportunity instead of having to settle down with your high school sweetheart. You know? Right, right, right. Yeah. I don't know. I wonder what it'd be like if they, if it, like what advice, I mean, I don't get any advice. No, that's not true. I get, I get some advice, but like from a marriage standpoint, whatever, which yeah. is, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> not applicable right now but what kind of things that they would then recommend or say to us if they had dated it's just so different like my parents never talked to me about even though i had boyfriends when i was younger they don't talk to me about relationships i never heard about sex i just that was stuff i learned from mtv and and honestly like tgif (laughs) whatever whatever was on full house is what i learned right right and in a janet jackson video which is pretty racy yeah, completely opposite of teaching. <laughs> Those are the two extremes through which I learned about the birds and the bees. Yeah, but here's the thing: like, sex, drug, well, not drugs, but like alcohol, for example. Uh, at least in Korea, that's all understood as a a basic part of life. Like, alcohol is almost considered like food. It's just like a something you it's consume. It's its own food group. Yeah, yeah. Whereas in America, it's very it's awful. very just conservative and like you know like protestant that kind of mentality like very prude okay you're coming of, from uh, that dc mentality i don't i don't no, think it's that, not like that it's, it's, i don't think that really i don't think america is very like puritanical about alcohol and i think increasingly with sex they're not the same as like europe no i mean in terms of like uh i would say you know here it's viewed oh binge drinking we have a binge drinking problem in korea no problem. <laughs> They're all just alcoholics. That's yeah. what it is, Steve. Like, Don't just, romanticize it's, that. It's, it's okay to bust out a bottle of soju and have a picnic, you know, or outside and have... During lunch hours. You know yeah, what yeah. I'm talking about? It's 18% alcohol. For, first of all, I just realized that the other day. That's like, like hard liquor. Yeah, it's, it's that is that. liquor. That's more than wine. Yeah. People like don't so bust you. out a bu- bottle of wine at unless you're in France, but like yeah, see, yeah, other countries it's normal, but then only like I think. But I think they don't. They America don't get as especially... they're not as alcoholic as Korea is. That no. has been scientifically researched. Yeah, I think Korea is what most alcohol they, they consume the most. Most. Yeah, yeah no, no, hold on, hold on. I don't buy into that bullshit study. Whatever. Stop defending Think about it. this way. They, they, those studies. If I'm correct, per capita, maybe. Yes. Yeah, they capita. count it by volume like alcohol volume mm-hmm. but if you're drinking soju that's a lower alcohol content volume than like for example vodka uh or or anything harder so what's the volume okay we're getting into alcohol conversation yeah vodka is 80 80 percent 40 proof or 80 proof 40 percent rather sorry mix it up uh so it's 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 a lot strong it's like almost triple the strength right but it, it, so you can't really the now studies gonna, are sorry, the studies are flawed. That's what I'm saying. You okay. can't. Okay, we're living in an age of the internet. 
when all this bullshit information is just flying left and right and you don't know who's funding these studies and when it's so heavily influenced by lobby groups, uh, it's just all this misinformation going out there and it's just, it's just a horrible time to live. <laughs> <laughs> Screw the internet. <laughs> the internet confuses me. <laughs> That's why you stay off of it, then you get consumed. God, by it. You, like, get, you learn to get so paranoid about everything, you know? Okay, but that's part of our culture. Here, that's what I'm saying, though. So, like, what you're exposed to is going to influence your decisions and your behaviors, right? Mm-hmm. It's coming from, like, the public health nerd in me. And if, if everybody seems like, like, okay, going back to the dating thing, right? It seems like everybody's in, uh, I don't know. This actually, I don't know why, but my brain just went straight to, like, the wedding culture. Just because, like, so many friends of mine are getting engaged and having weddings and stuff. Like, you feel left out, like, when you're not partaking in that, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. But then it's, con- it's like, it's also a huge contrast to, to like, the hookup culture. Where there's, like, this whole growing population of people, like, I'm never getting married. I'm never settling down. I'm never committed. And then, I don't know. It's just weird. That's why I'm, like, very curious. And you get exposed to that so much more with the internet. Yeah. How that's going to play out long term if people are not going to get married. Because there's so many, like, domestic partnerships. And there's all these other ways that people, their lifestyles are different versus, like, tying the knot, going through prenups and then divorcing. Because, I mean, I don't even know what that statistic is of divorce rates. It's like over 50%. Yeah, That's what I'm trying to explain 50%. to my mom. I was like, leave me alone. Like, I'll be happy. <laughs> I think it's like 55%. Is it? Yeah. I think the highest is in California. <laughs> That's yeah. surprising. Yo, but surprising. back to the internet. <laughs> <laughs> On the internet, you will find statistics that tell you, oh, one in four people have an STD. One in four? That means one of us. <laughs> that, yeah, so basically, you know, and, and so it's it's like, huh? all this information out there is like, it's it's just these like, uh, these these uh these buzz buzzword statistics and things that are, like designed to like catch your clickbait. eye and click yes clickbait yeah, yeah. you know all that shit you can't you just can't believe everything you see I completely it, you know? agree you can't believe everything you see yeah. but like it's like a top ten like reason you, why I hate top ten stuff <laughs> one of those type articles <laughs> it's like one in four then I would have had like five you know five I don't want to say speaking put of, a number to it but, but I, you know speaking of the internet though this actually is a good point to like bring up one of the questions so we we opened up we let our collaboration network you know know and we were like letting in the world know we're going to do this collab cast and we're going to talk about dating does anyone have any topics or questions or things that they want us to talk about mm-hmm. and then one of the first things that popped up was online dating mm-hmm. and um you know, people have talked about how much more acceptable it is. I think that that is great because apparently a lot of people, I don't, again, what's the statistic? One out of three relationships <laughs> are started online nowadays. Right? From Harmony Match, Coffee Beats Bagel, Plenty of There's Fish, so many. OK Cupid. I just heard about Plenty of Fish. My fl- friend in Denver is on that. Yeah. But then it's also like you have a whole variety of free to like paid and people are like in their mind is like well if people are paying for a relationship there must be more serious about it so I'm gonna go to the paid one it's like no I'm just trying to hook up so I'm just doing the free stuff Tinder swipe right swipe right swipe right well they have like uh, people are using like the different models of like how people connect and so I heard there's a new one called Hinge Mm -hmm. Hinge yeah it's another one that it just takes your Mutual friends from yeah Facebook the Facebook like friend yeah. thingy so you're yeah. it's like a, n- there's not too many degrees of separation mm-hmm. so it's not like a complete stranger unless you're a know. Facebook whore and you're just adding Hinge everyone. just sounds like just dirty to me <laughs> it's like binge but like I want to yeah, binge yeah. 
Well, the coffee meets bagel. That one's the one that was created by women. By women, three, three. Korean American yeah. women actually, who was on Shark Tank, um, they thir- turned they it turned down. down thirty million dollars. They turned down thirty million dollars because right now Match. dot com is making almost five times the amount. Already. What and they feel like they can have a platform, if not as big, bigger. So they turn it down. But Coffee Meets Bagel puts the power, I guess, into women's control hands. So when you like, when you uh, are matched up on Tinder, for instance, anybody could start a conversation, I think. I'm not on Tinder. But I think with Coffee Meets Bagel, the, the female can decide what, what she wants to do oh. with it so she doesn't get any creepers. Okay. She can, she so it's can on her out. to initiate? It's on her to initiate, I That's believe. Like, um, there's another one called Bumble. Yeah. So Bumble's the same thing where it's like the same thing as Tinder, but then again, the, the female initiates conversation. How do you guys feel about that? Because, like, I love stereotypically. That. It's exciting. Yeah? It's exciting. You're, like, I'll anticipating, you did I get a message? It's like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I, think yeah. it's, I, I think it's, yeah. Honestly, well, okay. I uh, Being, like, the hopeless romantic, historically, I've been, like, very old-fashioned, and I wanted, like, the guy to approach me. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, I, I can only imagine, again, I think about it, I'm like, God, that's so nerve-wracking. Lonely at the like, bar, like, <laughs> <laughs> Again, hand motion. You can't see Josh's hand motion. But I, I just gotta I I put myself in the guy's shoes and if it's on the guy again, like in a heterosexual relationship for the guy to have to talk to the girl. Um, you know, and like ugh, and It definitely the, the, makes of a better story for sure. Yeah. I said, so, How did you and mom meet? Well your mom hit me up uh, and I, I was, swiped we right. Swiped <laughs> right. We both swipe right. That's how <laughs> and that's how you were born. <laughs> I don't think Okay, so Tinder, I don't think it's that like people are are saying that it's oh it's a, it's a nasty hookup. Again, why are people judging stuff that they've never tried? Yeah. I went on Tinder and I saw that the I think that it's I don't think it's a bad app at all. That if you see photos like multiple photos again, if you have one photo, I like who are you? Are you catfishing? I don't know who or what you are. Yeah. No profile again, I don't know who or what you are. But if you have a bunch of photos and a little bio about yourself, again, if you are experienced in socializing, you can kind of gather. You can kind of pick up on clues. On cues, like okay, why are all five of these selfies in your car? While you look angry and you're looking out the window, like no, I'm not gonna yeah, swipe but right. Ninja, you're one of those smart people that can tell the difference. <laughs> See, the, the stereotype people... is that Tinder is a hookup app, and people go on it for that reason. Right. There are apps where you can like 30 pictures just with one. It's like an app for a Tinder app, so you log what? in. Yeah, and then what's and this so, app so, called, Josh? I don't know. I just I just saw my friend has it. So there's oh, there's this friend. thing they called walking the dog. Where you put your phone flat and then you have your two fingers and you're like walking the dog on your phone so you're you're swiping. So my friends we go, Yeah, before I go to bed I would swipe uh what is it, swipe right like thirty times mm-hmm. and then I would go to sleep, wake up <laughs> to a couple matches, and it's like, damn, just like that. That's how people are doing it. But um going back on Tinder, I, I agree. I think it's actually a pretty cool thing. It's a little just it's just lazy. Yeah. Because let's say and this is what from from what Will told us. And he was like, if you see a girl at a bar, you think she's pretty, you're going to do the same thing. You're going you're gonna to approach her. You're going to try to get in contact with her. It's mm-hmm. like the same thing. It's just easier. Mm-hmm. So I was like... But then, I, yeah, from a guy's perspective, <laughs> I, like, there was just, just an odds game because they'll like, swipe right for everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hoping yeah. that somebody swipes right back to Exactly. 
and then who starts the conversation? Well, like, you, you brought up something too about like uh, in terms of like value, though. You know, just like at a bar, if you see a guy like getting turned down by exactly. other girls, like how does that make you feel exactly. by the time it gets to you? Same with Tinder. You don't know how many people they swiped right on. Exactly. But it's just like you just happen to be the match because you swipe right back. So like, how does that bring up the feeling of? I, I, I guess it kind of takes it out of there. You just would never know. You never know. But I also think again, if if you're a secure, grown person, that it kind of removes that, um, like, there's no pretense. Because you know why. You're like, oh, I think you're attractive. That's mm-hmm. why I swiped right. So then, you know what I mean? Plus, so then you, you know can- that everyone is looking for some sort of relationship on there. Like, yeah. you could, as a dude, what sucks is, like, when you have, like, especially, you know, if you're, like, you know, not the most confident dude, but then you're, like, working yourself up and, like, yeah, like, Pump, you know, I'm gonna push this girl, talk to her, you know, splash some water on my face in the bathroom, like give yourself the speech, the pep talk, and then you approach her, and then she's like, Oh, but this is my boyfriend, <laughs> right next to her, like, Oh, shit. <laughs> and you feel like you feel like an idiot, you know, and so at least Tinder can eliminate that awkwardness of True. You know, well, on both okay. sides. It can, okay, but there, yeah, I mean, just coming from a girl, you in having been cheated on in the past you just never know like is this person actually single again those are all questions that'll mm-hmm. come up of like okay so True. are you are you like you know what i mean out having fun on the side under a fake name again that's what the internet is like it's so many opportunities for people to be dishonest too mm-hmm. like i've heard of my like i have a friend who's an actor really good looking guy and he got someone sent him a screenshot of like someone's using your pictures bro yeah yeah it happens like i heard and a friend of a friend same thing happened to him really good looking guys your facebook profile like even if your profile's not public you have like your profile pictures maybe like seriously download two or three of them and like hey i'm so-and-so exactly it happened so So that's for me like yeah like i think it's good to it's good in some ways that it's allowing people and for women to be safer about certain things in certain ways and to be the initiator but in other ways like you really don't know that's like the danger of the internet i think that everyone like shies away from sometimes but i don't know i think that it's good that people in general are kind of taking more control i guess Mm. or being a little bit more out there yeah and i hope that i don't know some people are so 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 shy and you never know until you try yeah man i mean uh, it's a tool all these apps and stuff it's a tool like it could be used for you know good wholesome ways or it could be twisted into like you know other less than wholesome creepy ways or whatever you know just like in real life it depends (laughs) on the person you know exactly exactly like whether you're at a bar uh, trying to talk to a girl or whether you're at a bar sl- slipping quaaludes into someone's That's drink. That's awful. You know? Exactly. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's Girls, all do like, not accept drinks from people you don't know. Please, I just I get I heart hold palpitations. hold on to your drink. Yeah, I Guys get heart palpitations. Too. It goes both ways. It goes both ways. But yeah. then I also but. wonder, I mean, again, because like my background I in college or like my early 20s, there was a, a, a short period of time where I went out a lot, but like a lot of times I never went out and that was not an avenue to meet people. Nor did I ever expect or want to really meet somebody that I would date mm-hmm. at a bar or club. So then, like, the question for a lot of other people is, like, how do you meet people? Which is why the tool of online dating helps. I don't know. I was like, Volunteer join a club. Groups. Go play a sport. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My friend met his wife at a Habitat for Humanity. Nice. Mm. They got married within, like, a year. They just, like... Hit it off, building non-profit houses together. Nonprofit groups, like collaboration. Yeah. My friend, yeah, he got married from <laughs> Yo, nonprofit collaboration. Married, we have married. Terrence and yeah. Jen. They had a baby. 
They have baby James now. He's mm-hmm. the cl- official collab baby. Uh-huh. Wow. Oh my god. It happens. But out of the hundreds and hundreds of volunteers that we have, it's a pretty low happen. rate low happen. rate of of, of of matchmaking. Maybe because they're just waiting for another couple of years. Oh. Who knows? <laughs> who knows? But yeah, I mean, again, because I I don't know who is listening. But if you are looking for somebody, put yourself out there. Join collaboration. You have lots of <laughs> options. Or, or whatever. Or your other local nonprofit. I mean, who's to say? Do you no, think? it makes sense. Because you're all, you know, it's, it's, there's something attractive about volunteering your time to do something you feel passionate about. And you meet like-minded people, hopefully, that have the same kind of goals and, you know, kind of motivations as you. And then attraction is inevitable in that kind of environment, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So. Yeah. This is true. It's very cute. I'd say another place I feel like if you want to meet somebody outside of like dating apps and stuff is my friends use like Meetup. Just oh, like yeah. study for like yeah, go yeah, hiking yeah. or yeah, whatever. Yeah, like, hey, let's get a group together to go hiking or let's have a like MCAT study group, you know? But you have like, so my friend does use it for that. But you can find <laughs> people you've never <laughs> known before and not have to go on these dating apps, but you find somebody in the same interest and stuff. And then it feels a little bit more, I guess, naturally organic that there's no pressure like, oh, we joined on the dating app, so we must date. We right. must go on a True. second date. Mm-hmm. We must bone. We must, you know, whatever. <laughs> so I feel like <laughs> certain other things kind of take out the pretense of what you're supposed to and what's expected of you very true very true so there's different options i do have to say though um don't use this particular dating app it's called grouper and what it does is it it, a group of your friends <laughs> with a group of somebody else's friends and it just doesn't do a very good okay my experience is it's like i think it's three on three so what nice. the hell kind of date is that it's just kind of like this <laughs> Uh, like battle, like free for all. It's just weird. It's yeah, just... someone's got to call dibs, man. They have <laughs> yeah. to. Someone you got to call yeah. call dibs, yeah. or you just get paired with like a wholly <laughs> incompatible group with with your group. You know, it's like you meet up first and then you go break up. You know, and huddle like all right, I got this one on the right. It's have you guys <laughs> ever been in that situation where you like you liked somebody that your friend also liked? Yeah, of course. I don't know. Of I course, Josh hasn't. I have not. I have not dealt with that. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> I have not, but then I, I, we were talking about like, what do you call it, DB, DBNs DMBs. or, or well, yeah, and then I'm just like, well, DMB? like the, bitch, God, oh. <laughs> so hard, so by Ronda, Ronda Rousey, Ronda Rousey, <laughs> but you see friendly. your really, really great guy best friends, because I, I hang out with a lot of guys, and then they're like, they're such nice people, they are so sweet, but I'm like, what has she done for you, what does she ever do for you, like, she's just always out doing her own thing, and I'm just... Not just appreciating not you. Not appreciating you. And it's just, it doesn't make me like, oh, I'm more attracted to you because out of pity. But I mean, like, it's it's more like, no, not the right person. But, Ooh. but that's a common problem. It's funny that you said pity. Um, yeah, just because <laughs> there's, there's, there's an interesting difference between loving someone and feeling bad for someone. Yeah. Yeah. Huge difference. There's a huge difference. Found out the hard way. Oh, oh! There's a story there. Wise one speaks. Well, that's what that's what I'm saying. Like when guys complain, like the the nice guys, they're like, "Oh, how come nice guys always?" I'm like, I mean, they complain like, "Oh, great girls always go with like complete douchebags." I was like, "How come nice guys?" I've seen so many great guys date DMBs or like just people that are super high maintenance have no appreciation for them. Again, from my standpoint, mm-hmm. I don't know how the relationship actually is, but it doesn't look particularly two way. It looks like he's, you know, worshiping the ground she walks on and doing everything she wants for like for what? And then, you know, so it's a two way street in terms of the complaints. Yeah, guys are always sure. like, "Oh, nice guys." I was like, "That's not true." You guys like 
both people make mistakes. So it's that's why I say back to the point of like, you got to value what you're giving mm-hmm. and then feel good about yourself. For, I know, like somebody I know got married to one of these females and I was like, oh, okay, I hope, I wish them the best. And I was like, I really don't know. But it was, it was a commonly understood thing that like mm-hmm. he's kind of like a sugar daddy i was like okay that's your choice and that's your life but it's like damn it's such a shame i don't know i mean to each his or her yeah exactly it's like, right, and it's w- the love fog it's the fog do you know what i'm saying when you're like all in love and when you're like you just this is what you see yeah and no and one can tell you otherwise like, so you can't and then people can, value different things you know so exactly. some guys so or it's girls guys and say. girls are like you know at the top of my chain it's got to be incredibly hot you know they don't think about like oh when you're like 60 or 70 you know it's like you got to be incredibly hot and some I people want, value like you know passions or dreams or desires i feel like everybody just values different things right, right. they really do yeah. 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 yeah but sometimes okay yeah i completely agree with that and I, it's i really don't want to be the person passing judgment on someone else's relationship it's just I'm saying direct feedback of like, I'm not happy. <laughs> you know, I'm yeah. not like, she She won't hang out with my friends. She won't. Uh, so why are you with She doesn't like anything yeah, yeah, outdoors. Yeah. This is a guy who like, you know, would like go out snowboarding and hiking and whatever. Like, no. Oh, it I- sucks. Man. So that's what mm. I'm saying. So I, I'm saying to each their own and you find happiness in different ways. But I would want somebody that I personally just like long term can be just like my best friend that I'm in, like yeah. that we can kick it together yeah. personally just do all sorts of random yeah. adventures. And I say I say it like I want to be each other's fans, you know, like we're super yeah. fans, you know, like if I feel like we're going to support each other like that has been the thing that has been lacking in my past relationships as I'm so happy in the relationship I am right now because I just feel like regardless is like support is a huge thing and being able to communicate your feelings is absolutely key. I mean, I lost my last ex-boyfriend over a, a game called Clash of Clans, which I call (laughs) which I call cock because it's an acronym, Clash of Clans. But literally, like we got on our first fight, and then he just rolled over and started playing Clash of Clans. I'm like, you know what? This is immature. You're not for me. I'm done with you. But he's got to upgrade his elixir mind. Right? You got to when you're building a fight, you just got to upgrade. Time is money. Shields are down. I mean, I I had to act fast. That's why every time I see that commercial, I'm like, f you, cock. Oh my god. That's amazing. I've never played this game. <laughs> Don't. Clans, ruining relationships. I know. Relationship <laughs> ruiner. I know. Relationship wow. ruiner. I don't know. There's a lot of different things that can re- That's the first time I heard about that. Yep. You know, as I get older, though, I, I feel like I'm calming. Well, I'm definitely calming down. But also, like, when you're younger, you get you kind of, you tend to be wrapped up in um, extreme modes of thought. So, for example, you're with some chick or whatever, and you think, oh, like you get into a certain stage of the relationship, and you get really wrapped up and consumed. And you're like, this is, she's everything, or he's everything, and mm-hmm. blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Everything's got to be dramatic and shit, and 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 everything just mean the smallest thing has so much weight and gravity to it. And that's why you get into fights and you get really upset at each other or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But then you realize later on, it's like that's so what stupid. It was, it was dumb, and and but then I've seen so many friends get into beefs with each other over a girl for example and it's like dude there are so many girls out there why do you have to pick this one girl and fight over her like there's there's so many there's so many like why you know pick somebody who's gonna be good for you and like it's gonna be mutually like a healthy relationship don't pick this one girl that your homies already eyeing and whatever or whatnot, mm-hmm. whatnot you know 
there's worth no reason to fight over. Is it so, worth the friendship? To go back to your question about have you ever uh, liked the girl that your your friend? Yeah, I have been in that situation, but I I always recognized, you know what? She's really cute, whatever. But okay, first of all, it's about who calls dibs first. <laughs> so, so you got so to respect that. that. You got to respect yeah. that. However, what do you say if it's like, oh, dude, I like her. It's like, oh, man, I like her too. And it's like, well, no, the guy, the guy who, who spilled the beans first gets dibs. <laughs> you can't be like, oh, me too. No, no, no. That's bullshit. Oh, I don't what know. about, See, what about letting the girl choose? I mean, okay, that, that happens later. But before we they have no that, say in this. Okay. <laughs> before we even get to that. Oh, oh, oh my Lord. Yeah. That's a sticky exactly. situation for sure. Like, I, I had a, a couple friends who... It's like one guy stuck with the girl. Other guy was like, dude, I liked her. He's like, but you can't claim her. You, you barely even talked to her. Like, you never even did anything with her. And then, yeah, yeah it, it just kind of made it really messy. They're, they're still friends, but they still bring it up. And I'm like... I call it dibs. Yeah, and it's like... That's, yo, that's bullshit, man. That's turning that's women tough. into things. That's bullshit. See? Yeah. You yeah, shut exactly. your mouth, <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm just kidding. Get out. Oh, man, I was at this party once. And uh, I was just, you know, mingling, get to know people and talk to this chick. And then the guy who threw the party, he comes up to me. He's like, hey, um, yeah, me and her, we have a thing. And I was like, what does that mean? Like, are you guys together? You got to go. And he was like, <laughs> no, out. but I'm, I'm, I'm pursuing her. Well, I'm like, well, too tough luck, buddy. Sorry. Like, you know, this is like the reason why he threw this party to like get this girl in. Uh, and then, but it's like. Well, don't throw a party and leave her by yourself. Yeah, exactly. Like, be direct. <laughs> Dude, you gotta just. Because he's a hopeless romantic. He's like, I want her to talk to me. And it's be like, oh my God, I can't yeah. wait. And then here comes Steve. Maybe she'll initiate. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, fuck you, man. Just like. <laughs> Snooze, you lose, bro. Seriously. Put your arm around you her and walk out. You can't claim somebody in your own head. You gotta make the moves. Like you said, action. Action speaks like, volumes. I say it's a two-way street if she True. is showing yeah. interest here's the thing i if i'm the female of this object of uh, admiration again i emphasize object because that's what they don't know this girl yeah. Yeah. she mm-hmm. thinks that she's hot and she's the recipient of this i could like either one or neither and i don't want to like oh they called me it doesn't mean that i'm gonna fall for it a yeah, yeah, yeah. like i don't know i get it but i also think it's stupid and like the girl could honestly be into neither of you yeah, no, uh, yeah, that's that's a whole, that's the next step. Yeah, but <laughs> what I'm saying, but she doesn't I'm even saying. have options because yeah. like, you, know, they say you guys build it up so much, and then you say, oh, she already got a boyfriend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like before you get on the playing field, you gotta be in the locker rooms thinking up a game plan. Yeah, so we're talking about, but that don't part. think about oh, it yeah. too long, otherwise somebody's gonna swoop. Yeah, exactly, so. exactly, exactly. And take it, take a note from Steve's book and just crash and burn. <laughs> don't be afraid. <laughs> no, no, okay, so we're skipping around a lot, but uh, yeah, th- my advice is especially for the younger folk like i was there we are we were all there you make so much out of little thing you make mountains out of anthills or molehills or whatever it's called and it's not that big a deal like everyone wants to be perfect and whatever just crash and burn and learn you know i'm sorry <laughs> just uh make mistakes and improve you know Adapt. like yeah. uh expect to make mistakes expect to get shot down because that's part of the process don't try to avoid being shot down yeah. People are so afraid of that. Preach. You know? <laughs> but that's that's you're holding yourself back by being afraid of that. To supplement that, I mean, you got to be prepared for the potential rejection, but don't plan to fail in terms of like don't go this yeah. is what like I've again, it comes comes back to what Nikki's saying about like, oh, I'm if if I got shot down five times, I'm just gonna up the six, and don't do it all in the same room, and don't be like, don't be known as that guy or girl. And this goes to everybody. Don't be that person that 
they they're just thirsty for love and they're very like I don't know, just unrefined about it. No one wants uh, yeah, to be sure. like the poor man's, you know, oh, I'm the yeah. one that you finally mm-hmm. fell for it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I agree with everything yeah, that you're yeah. saying, but like, go, but make those advances on people that you would actually really right. like and not just to like. No, because there's going to be some dude out there who's going to be like, feelings. some dude's going to be like, oh, Steve said, uh, crash and burn nine <laughs> times in order to get lucky on the 10th. You're, you're and he's going to like intentionally just like crash and burn. No, don't make it like that. That's not the intention. That's not the, the purpose of what I'm trying to say here. I'm just We must to provide say, context. It's just uh, don't be afraid of uh, failing. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like don't worry it about it. It can be crushing though. Like, I it really can be crushing. Yeah, yeah, because like when you really like somebody, I mean, that... I. Just yeah, but at the same time, hurts. if they don't like you back, then hey, they ain't worth your time. I you know, know they didn't, don't know what they're get, missing. You get all emotionally invested on one side, it hurts. I know, but like, at the I'm same saying, time, I understand. it's like on both sides. Just I just don't like living with. I don't like the word regret. You know, like yeah. regardless, you know, I at least knew one way or the other they liked me back, and then now I can move on with my life and mm-hmm. stop like right, losing right. hours yeah, of yeah. sleep, like idolizing you. You know, so I'm just like no, exactly. You build them up bigger than they up. actually are. It's just like when you meet a celebrity for the first time that you've been idol. And then you finally meet them, and they're an asshole. <laughs> and I'm just like, you ruined it for me. <laughs> you know? Who are you talking about? No, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> okay, so Steve's thing, Steve's closing advice is: don't be afraid to fail. And and Nikki's similar. Don't don't regret. Don't don't regret. Don't regret so just yeah. like be bold. So it's two be bold. Josh, what are your closing remarks? Closing remarks: um, know your self worth. Yes. I think that's really important. Um, but how do you yeah. get to know yourself more? How does that process go? Well, I think... So the, the way I think that someone can find that out is... Uh, and this is just in one case. I know I know a lot of people who are serial daters. And then they just keep on going relationship, relationship, relationship. And I'm like, yo, you need some time to yourself to really reflect and like, you know, what kind of person are you? Because these people who are going from relationship to relationship, they're doing this in terms of like an external factor. They're looking outside for love but then really it's just yeah like a lot of these artists say and i agree love yourself first and if you can take care of yourself you should be able to take care of another person yeah 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 Yeah. and i think emotionally and i i second what you say and i think a lot of that um it's an attitude adjustment and like spending time with yourself and like with friends so this is what i learned from just being like jumping from a lot you know always being in love with and it was a lot of really great learning experiences for me but i learned a lot when i was on my own when i was just doing what i enjoyed with friends that enjoyed it and there was nothing there there are no obligations attached to anything it's just like dude we're all just hanging out we Mm -hmm. enjoy this activity we enjoy hiking together we enjoy whatever and um i think part of that for me is um just spending time with yourself and then really just if if people are not appreciating what you are bringing to the table it has that has to like matter to your decision making like you can't keep giving mm-hmm. to something that's not fulfilling you and it's not even like that they mean to not appreciate it it's just like I kept, as a girl, this is my closing remark, as a girl, as a female who likes guys, I was in this, I was kind of like programmed Disney, whatever, I don't know why, but I was programmed to like, do they like me? Am I pretty enough? That was a huge deal, again, Mm -hmm. to like, very recently. Am I good enough? Am I pretty enough? Am I smart enough? Am I being funny enough? Am I, can I hang out with the guys and can they like, you know, do they appreciate my broness? But oh, am I feminine? Like, Mm -hmm. it was a, it's like a just giant cluster of madness in my head. And I 
I, I wiped a lot of that out. And a lot of it now is like, do I like this person? Is a person that I'm speaking with, are they smart? Are they intelligent? Are they genuine? Are they, you know, purposeful? Like all these things, it's just a, a switch of mindset. Switch of questions in mindset. Yeah, yeah, like the questions that you ask. It stopped being so insecure. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the way I think I value myself more is that it's a two-way street of like, I want to be with somebody that like brings out the best in me. If they're not, then that's a that's a flag that's like, okay, mm-hmm. maybe not. <laughs> oh, and another thing too, with self-worth, um, self-respect too, you know, don't be in a relationship. If, if the person is extremely mean to you, they mm-hmm. say mean things, it's like that, that shit has to stop like immediately. Mm-hmm. So self-worth, self-respect. Hold up, hold up. But um, to, to kind of build on that though, uh, sometimes when you're in that kind of deep relationship, you, you know, you can't see or think clearly. And so um, that's when, you know, you have your select group of friends, hopefully, that you can talk to very openly and, and, and mm-hmm. honestly with. And, yes, and have good friends to be yeah. soundboard. Yes. Because yeah. the fact is, like I mentioned earlier, your brain goes through physiological changes <laughs> and shit. You ain't seeing clearly. And so when Drugs. your friends are trying to tell you something, you know, just, you know, don't be like, oh, I'm in love. You don't know. You don't understand. Um, no, Take it's actually, back. it's usually Take it's you back. who don't, who don't understand what's going on and they're, they're able to see more clearly and help you out. And they're yeah. looking out for if you, they're so. trusting good friends yeah. that looking, they're looking out for your best interest and not secretly trying to get at the girl that you're in love with. Man, it's complicated. <laughs> Just be aware. Yeah. We're trying to like give a lot of different perspectives. That, yeah. That's yeah. really helpful. Good luck. No, this is like, I, I really hope that we can make this a continuous thing. Cause we didn't even scratch on the surface. I really wanted to talk about expectations, um, from a lot of different perspectives and i don't know i I love talking with you guys in this we talked for over an hour it's like flew by um but thank you guys for being here thank you and and having this conversation i hope it was helpful to our listeners and again if you guys have questions please email podcast at collaboration.org tweet us um i think this is going to be more of a regular thing this is definitely not the last time we'll talk about it and until next time we will see you later have a good week peace Bye. Boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots. Oh my god, we're done. Gotta gotta get home. I know this road's rocky and I'm going follow my own. But this is my road and I'm going follow my own. I gotta get get gotta gotta get home. I'm used to being used to going through with the motions. But every time I'm away, every day my thoughts just drive me insane. Cause I feel Every time.